Bless your tips. Daggy Beaver back with you for a spring racing preview. We've got two ripper cards from Caulfield and Rose Hill to get stuck into. Beaver, you found a couple of value on Wednesday, though, from memory. What's new, mate? That's how that's how we roll here, mate. Um, winners is the name of the game, and uh, we keep on producing. So happy about that. So it was a, was a good day, and uh, hopefully we've got more for the uh, punters out there for the weekend. Yeah. Did I dream you, you tipped Afterlight, didn't you? Or did I imagine that? I did tip Afterlife. That's correct. Yep. And uh, a couple down at Sandown too. So productive start of the day yeah, down there. Nice winners down there. Mm. Uh, but we've got two Ripper cards to get into here. We'll kick off at Rose Hill where we've got the Group 1 Golden Rose as the feature. The track is good. The rail is in the two-metre mark. Uh, we'll hope for a little bit more rain, I think, than what we actually got. So I'm suspecting it's going to be fast. Uh, same, I think it was in the same spot for the slipper last year and you probably didn't read too far from the, from the rail that day. Uh, but we'll see how that all pans out. Yeah, any thoughts how that might play? Yeah, probably. Uh, you're probably right. I think it's probably going to lean towards um, the rails, maybe even on pace. That's sort of the sort of standard play, a little bit at Rose Hill this time of year, but uh, early doors will tell us. We're going to kick off with the highway of 1500 metre class one. We've lost the favourite overnight. Uh, who have you found? Anything here? Yeah, we have lost the favourite. Not not overly keen on the race. It's a pretty ordinary lot. Um, I have settled on number three, Al Ashlad. Uh, one world last start. And I think given the draw, may take up the running here um, or be forward and get to the fence. And if there's any um, any favouritism there, it might be able to take advantage of it early. I thought the same, actually. Uh, I don't, as people know, I don't spend a lot of time on these races, but... Uh, I had the three done runners as the three leading hopes. It was interesting. Nash uh, wasn't on the top eight, but maybe it was always coming out. So uh, given the map position, I was with Al Ashlad from Desert Mist. Uh, and I think there's actually more of a tail than general in these highway races for once. Uh, the second is a 1,300-metre benchmark, 72 midway, where I ended up having to find the favourite on top, Peace Officer, uh, who again gets Nash. Uh, and that was a – and had, last prep had some some nice form along with the likes of Redina and co. It was pretty good. Uh, it resumed dominantly out wide off the back of some nice trials, and I think it just gets a great run here. And um, it's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, yeah, and at the moment, does it feel a bit like Nash and then Daylight in the jockey ranks with no J-Mac here? It looks a bit like it, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and that's the way – because of that, you, you might be taking a little unders in, in a few of, on a few of his rides, um, and this might be one of them. Obviously, a really good chance, harder speed, but I've gone flying destiny. Yeah. Um, again, got the gun draw, gate one, does go forward. Uh, hasn't been out of uh, a placing in all of its uh, seven starts to date, and won the last two since a spell. I think it'll be leading around the band and uh, at the 200, it's just where they can run it down. He's not a bad trainer to follow in these midways, Michael Friedman. He can train uh, and he's got starting to get a, yeah. some reasonable cattle. Uh, that was the main danger for me as well. And I thought if Bundina got a start, just had no luck at all last time out. Uh, it looks like it has got a start now and maybe yeah. value getting a lovely run there after being three wide last time out. The third, Third is a 1900 meter benchmark 88. 
a race I don't particularly like, but who have you who have you found? Yeah, limited chances here. I've gone for Marquez, uh, the Cummings horse here. I think it just might get the lovely run in here behind How Good Are You? Um, and I just think uh, just over that extra distance, um, might be just able to run it down this time and turn the tables, but I think these two have it between them. I think I think Tarzarill's the best horse. The problem I have is it's going to be Rose Hill and it's going to be last or close enough to last. Um, whereas how good are you going to get just complete control here with Tim Clark on probably a, a sympathetic track and Marquez is going to have its last shot like it did last time, maybe that extra bumping distance suits. Um, so it left me a bit confused because uh, Tarzarill has probably everything against it uh, and maybe that's why you're getting a price. Uh, so I've defaulted to nine from eight, similar to you, similar thinking that the, the map's against the best horse there. Uh, we've got the 1,100-metre Heritage Stakes uh, up next for the three-year-olds, uh, where Osmosis looks like a, to me, looks like a serious horse. Uh, some beautiful trials this time in. It was ultra-impressive last time in. Uh, Rachel King doesn't have to do too much but sit there and steer, I hope, uh, on a... Just either sitting, probably sitting straight on Royal Tributes back, actually, uh, as long as it, nothing goes wrong there. I think it wins and wins well. Interesting horse here was, um, for me, was Christelli, who beat Tiz Invincible last prep, uh, resumed with J-Mac at $4.60 in that lead-up, got eased out of that race, went back and trialled well since, and now turns up here at 30s with Hevelon Vanderhoven on. Um, what's all that about, Beaver? It's a question I had. So, didn't even go there, but um, interesting. So, you know, probably worth a, well, a little bit of just a sniper's chance. Um, 20s, I thought, well, what, what's the go? I just, why not? It was weird. Um, I do think your assessment of the, the favourite osmosis is spot on. I think this is a talented horse, and I'm surprised at the price, $2.30. Um, it's already beaten Royal Tribute, Um Last preparation, I know Royal Tributes had the one start this time in um, and one, but I think uh, more upside for Osmosis and the only thing that we'll see it getting beat is if Royal Tributes got that little bit of fitness edge, but I think the fate is a good horse. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Maybe it's all just a matter of the favourite. What price you want to take the favourite, really? Uh, the group... I'm pretty happy with it at the moment. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. 2,400 metre group three, Colin Stevenson quality is up next. And I was a bit shocked at the mark here actually, but I, the only horse I can back out of that lead up was Verona. I thought once that leader took off, it was just never going to win. It hit the line really well, gets a good middle run here uh, and did start pretty much favourite in that race. I, I couldn't find another horse I even wanted to tip here. I was shocked that Alibir was favourite and... Look, Athabascan, that was a nice win, but had everything go its way. So, yeah, I was, I was a little bit surprised at this market. What do you think of this? Uh, same same as you, mate. Um, I, I, I'm sticking with Verona. I think you, what you highlighted last run was exactly right. Athabascan, one good, had not much form and then puts one good run in and that starts favourite. Um, sometimes I find those things as uh, slightly misleading when the, that happens. So for me, um, Verona on top. The six is the Group 2 Golden Pendant, over 1,400 metres for the Phillies and Mares. 
And who have you come up with here? Uh, nice little race. Um, sticking with Espiana. Um, it's a horse I like. It's uh, also followed in the past. And uh, first up was pretty good. Um, there was plenty to like about that race. Sat back, just couldn't reel in the winner. Um, further improvement. And I think it can win. I thought it's a gotcha so far. This prep has been a little bit disappointing, probably. Um, maybe I'll turn that around. And I think a tissue um, is probably the main danger to Espiona. I think it's an improving type and uh, further it goes and further it gets into a prep, it tends to run better. But Espiona is clear on top for me. I agreed with you. Uh, I, yeah, I've been disappointed in Zugotcha and I feel like it's probably Ryan Moore's warm up for, for the next horse that he's going to jump on later in the card. So I was left with the top two. I did think a tissue's uh, resumption was probably just as good as Espiona's. Had to duck and weave and it lined well. But I've gone Espiona from a tissue. And interesting runner is She's a Belter. We'll go into early quaddy. First up for Annabelle Neesham. Uh, really savage the line in the latest trial. Is an absolute dry tracker. And we know the best of it um, is competitive here. Perhaps getting away from the Snowdens could do it the world of good. The quaddy kicks off with a 1,500-metre Shannon Stakes here where I'm going to go with the favourite again, Waterford. I thought that was a really, really nice resumption there, um, alongside the Inevitable, who was, who was also awesome, wherever it's going next. Uh, and is on top. Uh, he's gone back in nice style. I think dry track definitely suits. And I'm going to make the main danger here, um, Cepheus, who went up to Queensland. That was was eight weeks between runs and had to sit outside lead over 1,400 metres. Now, step up in distance, probably with a... a beautiful drop on the leader here in crosstalk and gets Nash is is the clear danger and I, I reckon that's about the race Peter. 100% the race. This is an ordinary lot uh, for this type of field. Um, crosstalk will we'll ensure that there's pace on uh, which will suit Waterford um, but it, crosstalk's got no heart so you can <laughs> put a line through it and you're right they're the only two chances but Waterford you know a couple of preps back they were talking big things of this um I think this could be its preparation so because I think I think it's a northern hemisphere I think it's younger isn't it it's a northern hemisphere yeah um it's six months younger than the rest yeah so um Correct. could come back in good order we've got the feature here the 1400 meter group one golden rose and we've got and this is a cracker beaver I uh cracker. I'm looking forward to seeing it I'll let you go first because I'm not quite sure how to divvy it all up, though. I'm not quite sure how to divvy it up as well. Um, the three main horses, I think, are all pretty good prices. Mm. There's there's nothing, there's a strike match between these, so it's going to be really interesting in running. Shinzo's got sort of the wider draw, Charmstown on the fence, so not quite sure where it's going to get to. Cylinder probably has the best draw um, in regards to that. I've landed on Cylinder purely because I think it gets the right draw, yeah. gets in the right spot. It's third up and it's got the two wins under its belt in Sydney. So I had it on top purely because of that. 450 is a good price. Shinzo resuming, uh, obviously a group one, so you'd expect it to be very forward for this. Um, just think it's probably going to have to go back a little bit here and it's going to be behind Cylinder. It's have to going to go past it. Um, maybe that's a challenge first up. Who knows? But it is a, it's a brilliant horse. Um, wouldn't be letting it get under my guard. You can probably save on it. Chumpstone, obviously, packed with potential. But coming from Melbourne to Sydney and got the inside here, 
where does it get to and does it get the run at the right time? It is weird that Shinzo's never been to 1,400 metres, now first up here Yeah, in a Group 1. The trials were fine, but it it just didn't feel right to me. I don't know why. It, it But I'm guessing it is, a, like you said, it's Group 1 is going to be a complete target, so I'm assuming it's going to be ready to go. Um, yeah. I, I, and that has me scared. I think those two Waller horses will be ready to go here, and they, they've got the... The sniper's chance. Cylinder does get the best run. Uh, and come game time, maybe that's where I'll be going. And Nash might have written two winners and just be a complete fire. The only thing I have to add is, and a few of these will go on my cordy, but I think Nadal's over the odds. Um, I know it was a, a flashing right, light run there, but it missed the start and was very good in that other race. Um, whatever that was, the uh, in the last cylinder race, uh, does yeah. probably go back for Zach Lloyd, though. So it's going to have to make ground. Yeah. On a track where Cylinder's just going to be in the A1 spot. Yeah. I thought NCAP could run well as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also goes in the quaddy. Uh, and I like the fact that from the inside gate last time, it was able to take up a position. Um, it did have pretty much all favours actually watching it back last night, but um, we'll get the same here. We'll get the same run again. Uh, so very interested to, to watch and learn and see what, where they go next. Uh, but after all that, I'm going to, Probably default to Cylinder like you. Uh, and last time Cylinder met Shinzo, one started $3 and the other one started nearly 20s. So um, take that into account too on the good track. 1,400 metres, benchmark 88. And we had Peril come out to be saved for this. We're getting 4 bucks in a Wednesday race. We're now getting 5 bucks in a benchmark 88 on a Saturday. Does it appeal to you or you've gone elsewhere? No, I'm sticking with Peril. Like the price, almost $5 in this field. Uh, it's flying at the moment. It's beaten some good horses or ran, ran close um, and pushed some really good horses. Um, yeah, it'll take some holding out, that's for sure. This is not the hardest race in the world. I don't know why it's not closer to the favourite, to be honest. Um, I kind of think it's overs at the moment. I sort of agree. Um but I've got one here I really like at a price. I think journalism just gets an absolute perfect run here. Trials a bit, it has stumbled out in a couple of trials, but trialed well enough. If it gets the right run, I think 16 bucks, or if it gets out cleanly, it jumps straight on Danish Prince's back and I think at least runs a hole at $16 there. Uh, from Peril, save for this, I suggest that's some confidence from the stable, the form stacked up, two awesome runs down south, as we've touched on plenty of times. Uh, five bucks looks pretty good. They're the two I'm going to play. I feel like Shorten Lane's going to be backing out of play and be the one that just flashes home and is unlucky again at the price. So um, not a thick race, though. I think that's about it. Anything else? Cool. The last is an 1,100-meter benchmark 78, and I think there's two that get a great run here, and that's uh, Extravagant Star off the track and distance win. Uh, was it track and distance? It was at least track. Uh, that was a nice enough win here. It was track and distance. Uh, you're getting five bucks again for a horse that's probably in the lob one in the one one there. Uh, from Portray, who has trialed well alongside a Thrillrick and Co. this time in, it uh, is going to be right in that sweet spot as well. Uh, and Lavish Empire was unlucky first up. Uh, may well be unlucky again there. Uh, probably should have won first up actually, but at the $14, might play again on it. Uh, again, that's about the race for me. Uh, what have you made of this? I thought this was very open race. Uh, anything can win this. Um, I've settled on number 17, Abel Willie. 
-hmm. the Wallowa-Rewilla combination, around $14. Broke through last start, which was really good. Um, I think this sets up well, day three again. Um, yeah, on top for me, um, but a couple of certain dangers here. Uh, I think Cavalier Charles can run well. Petray can run well. Um, yeah, some wide market, good chances. Beautiful. There are, there are actually a few. Like Rainbill could even improve. Uh, MJ Ohi will probably torture me should it win. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, I've got to have a look at the Rose Hill Quaddy on Golden Rose Day. First leg, I'm going to go three Cepheus, seven Waterford. I thought about number one, Kerwin's Lane, or five Cross Talk being the only leader, but I'll, I'll stick solid and go for three and seven. Second leg, one Militarized, two Shinzo, three Cylinder, four King Colorado, eight NCAP, 10 Nadal, 13 Charmstone. Third leg, we'll go... With seven journalism, eight Vienna Princess, nine Chalton Lane, eleven Peril, and come home with eight Portray, eleven Extravagant Star, thirteen Ohi, seventeen Able Willie, and eighteen Lavish Empire. Should they get runs, uh, we'll see how we go there. Your best and value for Pro Group Racing. Just on mute, mate. My best is race four, number four, Osmosis. And my value comes up in race 10, number 17, Abel Willie. Beautiful. My best is race two, number seven, Peace Officer. My value, race nine, number seven, Journalism. As we head down south to Caulfield. Mate, hey, Dougie. Yep. Can you just pause for yep. five to ten? I just got someone to the shot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All righty. We head down to Caulfield where we've got a, another ten race card there. Uh, the rail moves to the six-metre mark on a good track. A little bit nervous that it might be fence-ish, uh, but we'll watch that unfold. We're on a nice card, uh, it's been a favourites carnival, and I've got a feeling that's going to continue as well, Beaver. Yeah, it is a nice card, but I think you might be right. Um, the the horses that are in the market look to hold a bit of a class edge on some of the others. Let's kick off with a benchmark 70 over the mile. And I think this is a case in point. Shock him over was given not the easiest time of it first up, resuming there. We, I think we we're both keen on it. Uh, sat four wide, just missed. Uh, if it had got going a fraction earlier, probably wins. Comes to a really winnable race. There's just nothing here, is there? I think you're spot on. There is nothing here. And uh, the price of shock him over um, suggests that. Yeah, it looks to be too classy for these. Yeah, um, maybe Sharper can improve at a price if you're looking for one outside the square there. The second is a 2,000-metre benchmark 78, and it was a fantastic resumption from First Immortal. First up, uh, goes straight to 2,000 metres off that freshen up. Does get Bowman, gets an inside gate there. Uh, but f we've seen under Blake Shin in the past, it's been able to take up a spot not too far from the pace. Uh, all things being equal here, I think it wins and wins again. I wouldn't even say this would be the worst hope in something like a Metrop, actually. Keeps improving. Uh, clearly on top from uh, Wahini Tower, who's been freshened up, comes from a, has had a jump out since its trip to Sydney and can improve, Beaver. Yeah. Look, I th it's, it's my on topper as well. And I thought um, it was very good first up. I think 
My only concern is the weight, 63 kilos. Um, lucky enough, it does get an inside draw, so it can, it won't be caught wide from, from that gate. Um, but it's got to give a fair few of these some weight for obvious reasons, um, and weight can stop trains. So that was my only concern, but this is an ordinary lot, this field. Um, so yeah, I've got it on top, you know, big weight, $2.30, maybe slightly skinny, but uh, yeah, it's my pick. Cool. It has carried 60 and one well a couple of times, so we've seen it uh, in action there. But as you said, it's, uh, you know, getting up there. 1,200 metres is up next, which is race three. The mare's uh, handicap here, the four-year-old plus mare's very short favourite, but is there anything going to beat it? I don't think so. Um, it'll jump straight on the bunny here, and I don't think they can. they'll be catching it. Uh, good horse with potential um one six from 11 and uh yeah keeps improving loves a loves a good track gets a good track tomorrow um uh, clear on top of for me can't really see too much beat it um maybe the dangers whilst on by i think is probably presuming can run well um as the main danger i thought exactly the same thing gets the best jockey gets a track in its favor uh, gets complete control and uh, waltz on by if well when red card does put the pace on we'll have a lovely run there hopefully if it settles and gets that suck run we'll run a place that's about all i've got to add i thought it was uh yeah it was over the odds waltz on by uh the fourth is a 1400 meter benchmark 84 and this isn't a bad race here a, a tricky one how have you lined them up though very good race. Uh, three horses here in the market. I think they all hold the key. I've set on Nunthorpe, um, just based on the draw. Um, and third up here, I think it just gets the gun run. Um, and I think that might be the difference here. Um, it's first two runs this prep have been really good. Um, so I've got it up. I've got it on top, I'm, you know, very, very afraid of our red morning just seems to be a horse that um, knows how to win and is progressing through the grades really well. Um, struck, struck match between them. Uh, Yellow Sam gets the claim and run well last start, but I suspect from gate 10, it's going to have to come back, go back. And I just think it might be giving the others too much of a start to, to run them down at Caulfield that may be favoring those inside on pace. Agree. Agree with everything you just said there. Uh, I, think Nuntalk just gets a complete suck run there. If not lead, it probably, knowing Jamie Carr, she probably punches under and leads this race. And we see so many of these races in Melbourne just turn into complete jiggy jogs. Um, so I have I have to have it on top. Uh, our Red Morning did was able to go forward and sit outside the lead last time. Did over race there, but was was pretty impressive. Uh, clear danger. And I, I didn't know what to do with Frigid. Freshened up back to 1,400 metres. I'm assuming this is more of a tick over to pop back up in distance soon, but he's going well enough. Uh, I, I thought the same about Yellow Sam as you in that. It's probably going to be back and last and running into a place somewhere. The fifth is the listed Jim Maloney Stakes over 1,400 metres for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, we've got your your stables in town with Miracle of Love. Uh, did, did you uh, just gravitate straight to it? I did. Um, feeling the love here, mate. So I think it's uh, going to be super hard to beat. Like the trials, um, very good last preparation. I think this looks like a very good 
um, first up tilt, uh, they have taken it straight to Melbourne, which is a good pointer. And I like the price at the moment. So I, I've got it on top. I thought the main danger might be the number nine. Um, Oz Empress has been quite good in its first two runs this time in uh, on the speed. And uh, last start was only two lengths behind Charmstone. So that's that's good form line for something like this. It uh, was, you're not leaving me much here. Oz Empress was my starting point here. It gets complete control uh, around Caulfield. It's going to bounce straight in the bunny. Had to sit outside lead at Mooney Valley last time out. And I thought it was good. Held on quite well there. And as you said, it's only two lengths off Charmstone. Uh, at 10 bucks is a bet is on top for me. Um, I want to see what Miracles does, but Blake Shin's booking is a positive. I assume it won't be far from the pace as a result. Uh, and best roughie of the day is Chilla Krug, a horse that I've always had an opinion of. It's been numbed for a few things. Uh, I'll throw it into everything at the 40s it is currently because I do think it has been a little bit forgotten here. We've got a 1,400-metre listed race next as well, a Testarossa, another short price favourite. Is there many dangers here? Not many dangers, um, that's for sure. Got it on top. Uh, first up win was... Uh, a lot to like about that. Beat Devoted. Um, it was probably a little bit disappointing when I start, but it was caught outside the league and given no hope. Um, that was a garbage ride. Um, and then uh, fifth in the Memsey, only a couple of lengths behind Mr. Brightside and it flashed home um, from well back. Uh, won't be that far back in this. And uh, it is only a small field. So as long as there's enough pace on it, I think this gets the gun run and can just swoop around them and win. Yeah, it's on top for me. Uh, you've covered all that. Danger for me is Savannah Cloud, who probably stayed to run run too many at 1,200 metres, got run off its feet there, back up in distance, uh, is probably going to lob straight on Buffalo River's back and will run well as the main danger. But uh, favourite, looks uh, a nice horse. We've got a couple of nice horses up next in the 1,400 metre Guineas Prelude. Uh, excited to see this because um, well, probably the most exciting clash of the day here in Stepati and V8. Uh, how are you splitting them, though? Very excited about this because they're two horses that uh, I've followed and really do um, have a high opinion of them. I'm sticking with Stepati because it has my mate Paulie Puska um, and I like his horses. Um, gate 8, probably... Not quite sure if it'll sit outside the lead or try and get the one out, one back. Um, if it gets the one out, one back, it's probably V8 is going to have to run it down, um, which makes it challenging. Um, but I expect them to be either sitting two, three or three, four, because mm. um, V8 will probably sit in behind the pace um, and just look for that split. I'm going to party, just think, um, just slightly in its favour over V8. Um, but uh, yeah, can't wait to watch the clash. I've gone the same way. I might be going a little bit off here, but I would almost give Stepati a hope as a, in a Cox Plate as a three-year-old. So uh, I, I've got that big an opinion of it. I, I just think it's a, a fantastic animal. It's going to be on top from V8, who's going to get a lovely run. Uh, it won't be too far back from gate two. And I thought the gay bot horse down the bottom here, Rock Empire, pushing forward can probably run a place behind them if you're looking for any value here. But uh, can't wait to see it. Um, we're going to learn more. I assume one's heading... Maybe both heading to Caulfield Guineas, so we'll see where where they end up. The eighth is the Group 3 Foundation Cup, where 
it's over 2,000 metres. Where I've got floating artists on top, I it is coming off a sort of slow run race at the Valley where it got to loop them, so it leaves me a little bit concerned there. Um, but I do think it's a nice animal, and I think it's going obviously going towards a Corfu Cup or similar. So I have got it on top from uh, uh, the Summit, who just gets a lovely run, just sitting there in gate two. was pretty good last time out, uh, and chasing Solcom there. Just got barged out of the way as it went past it, but... Uh, that's obviously a life chance in the next race. Uh, I've got it as the main danger. A little bit over Berkeley Square. So next best, Goldman, who a bizarre ride first up, sat three and four wide and could almost be a um, preparation killer that run, actually. But yeah, I was tipping it in that race, so maybe I should stick more solid. But I think they're the three key hopes. Yeah, I'm putting a line through that last run of Goldman, and I'm going to stick strong here and um, expect a form turnaround. Um, I hope you're right. And I hope you're not right and that it hasn't been a belly buster for this preparation. Uh, but a strong wide here, it will go forward and I hope to see it just go straight to the front here. Um, and if so, maybe it can get away with it here. Um, so I've got it on top. Uh, Floating Artist was good last start. Uh, needs to back that up. Um, yeah. You're right with Berkeley Square. I'm, I'm sort of want to see it do something or, or win a race. So I've got uh, Goldman on top. Maybe Future History can follow it over and get the sit behind it and challenge uh, when the whips are cracking. And he's a shocker, can improve, but again, doesn't really have the right draw. Mm. Uh, the ninth is the feature, the Group 1 Underwood Stakes at weight for age level over the 1,800 metres. And who do you like here? Yeah, open race, this one, cracking race. Uh, so a lot of chances here that are sort of going on to cups uh, type preparations. So really keen to, to watch and see how this race unfolds. Um, I'm going for Sulcum. I liked the first start win there. I think it's got some further improvements. Uh, that, was, that was pretty pretty dynamic last start. I uh, wasn't expected to do that. And i got fingers crossed that this prep might be the prep for it. Um, after there was a, a lot to like about it when it last didn't work. So I got it on top. I think it can run well without a fight. Obviously, uh, very much a, a good good chance. Alligator blood. I'm just, yeah, it's going to need to get all the favours up front and no pressure, and maybe that will happen. But got to be able to run the 1800 as well. So um, with uh, Solcom on top for me, uh, without a fight, the main danger. I've gone a similar way because the wait for age ranks are just screaming out for something fresh, and that's why I've gone in these two. I've flipped them, though. I've gone with without a fight. Both those runs in Queensland were dynamic. You can actually tie that. That form ties into this race um, through a number of runners. The trials were ridden out but hit the line really well. Uh, coming back for this, and I imagine it's going on to another one, maybe brilliant enough to be a chance in a Cox Plate, but I think it can resume well here. And... Uh, give you a nice sight from Solcom. If anything, I might be a little bit scared of a second up flat run in between because it was very impressive, but uh, loves Melbourne, going to run well. And Alligator Blood gets control, uh, won the race last year off that soft tempo. This is probably going to be a little bit more pressure and um, will run well again, always does. Uh, a horse like Right You Are might be the one that um, can be over the odds and run you an exotic place. 
Just getting the right one, right run underneath them. Let's wrap up with an 1100 meter benchmark 100 where it's a deep field and I've gone looking for a little bit of value. Uh, and I've come up with a couple of mares here. Rose Quartz uh, resuming uh, for Graham Begg and Mickey D. The trials are really good coming back here. Has some nice form around this around listed level and uh, gets a really good run here. Around a 13 bucks is on top for me from Bacchanalia, who always runs well at this level. Just uh, where Jamie Carr gets to is probably the concern. And I thought not an option was a big price. Uh, has trialled well up for this and is a forgotten horse here. Uh, around the 30s, it will go into my quaddie and most other things. Uh, I would also not dismiss Vivianne because it is just a mare in form and gets an absolute perfect run. But um, good little race. Even went looking for Pokari Kari. But I have no idea what those trials were. So I dismissed it. Beaver? Yeah, good race. Open race here. Um, lots and lots of chances. I, I did come back to Midwest. Um, kind of went looking for something else, but I just thought this sets up perfectly for it. Gets a two kilo claim. Gate three is perfect. Uh, never missed a play set um, this distance and uh, the track and distance. Uh, like the first up run after after a fair, fair spell. I think it might just get some of the favours here um, and slightly better than some of these. Others I do think a good chance, number 18, Sebenac, mm -hmm. now it's broken through. I think there's some natural improvement there. So I think you can run a really, really good race. Um, and you're right, Viviane is going flying at the moment. Gets the right run here off gate one. Beautiful. You've got the task of the quaddy on Underwood Stakes Day and good luck. No worries, mates. I think I got a good quaddy last week, wasn't it? Yeah, was it last week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Lose track, Five or mate. six grand in uh, First leg, uh, race seven. Just in your Scrooge McDuck-style uh, money pit in the back there, just added on top. Yeah, that's right. Uh, race seven, first leg, number two, V8, and number three, Stapati, sticking skinny um, in the first leg. When we get to the second leg, race eight, I have number three, Floating Arthas, number five, Goldman, number 16, Future History, number 14, The Summit, and number one, He's a Shocker. When we go to leg three, race nine, I'm going number eight, Without a Fight, number five, Tuvalu, number 10, Sulcum, number nine, Right You Are, and number 16, Lunar Flare. Cool. Leaving the blood out. And to finish, yeah, leaving the blood out. We're looking at some value here, mate. Cool. And race 10, which is the last leg, I'm going number four, Midwest, number 12, Viviane, number three, Bacchanalia, number 18, Sebenac, number 11, Rose Quartz, and number six, Stage Man. Lovely. For progroupracing.com.au, of course, check them out as we head towards the Melbourne Cup Carnival. They've got plenty going on there. Uh, my best is race two, number two, first immortal. And my value is race 10, number 11, Rose Quartz. Beaver. Yeah, my best is race three, number one, red card. Just think it can't get beat. And race, my value is race nine, number 10, Solcom. Beauty. Uh, a couple from around the country before I let you get to Toowoomba. 
is race in Morpherville. Race five, number one, Brave Star, I think can bounce back. Race six, number two, Chicago Storm, just a, a honest trier, will run well again. And Kemble, you love that horse. I do love that horse. Uh, and Kembla is race six, number four, Razors. Can uh, will be blue colours a bit out wide there. Uh, what do you got at Toowoomba? Not a bad card. Not a bad card. Race three, number 12, Outlawed. Race four, number six, Arnaquir. Um, bit of value. Race seven, number 12, Hell of a Deal. And then one of the horses I do like, race eight, number two, Yellow Brick. Thanks for coming. I hate to say this, but how does Yellow Brick get beaten that race? I don't know. Dollar sixty-five. The fact I've just mentioned said that uh, has doomed it. But anyway, give it strength. Uh, thank you, Beaver. No problem. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks, punters. Uh, subscribe. Uh, do all that good stuff, and check out progetracing.com.au. And we'll be back next Tuesday with our midweek preview again. Take care, guys. Chat soon.